0: Yeah. But uh, you know, this is why
1: we the most consistent because despite the obstacles. Right. Brothers is here. Yeah, we always, you know, despite everything else, despite how tired we are. Yeah. You know.
0: There's a lesson in that if you yeah. at home. The you know lesson is, hey, keep going.
1: Yeah. Get keep your, your shit done.
0: Get it done.
1: Yeah, we can take a nap after this. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.
0: We can go back to sleep. Soon as this is done recording, which we probably will. I did last week. (laughs) (laughs) Nice, nice. You know, but this is a metaphor for y'all at home, man. You know, I hope y'all keep pushing through whatever it is because there's something dope on the other side. Mm -hmm. You just got to show up. And uh, when you look at your competition out there, half of them fail to show up. Right. Like, when you really take a, a look back at, at, it's like, oh man, who am I competing against? Yeah, some hungry motherfuckers out
1: there, mm-hmm. but overall Yeah. A lot of fools, they don't even show up. Yeah, fifty per, 50 60 percent of the, the whole thing is just show just going. Just, That's just getting it. there. It's getting it. there.
0: Yeah. Like I don't know if I'm gonna be good. Mm-hmm. But I'm just gonna show up. Right. Something's gonna happen. Fools can't even do that. And that's your competition. You know, so if you're at home, keep showing up. Keep showing up. So this week, we're talking about something that we have not talked about before, which is kind of weird that this kind of went unaddressed for so long. And this topic is self sabotage. Mm. Self sabotage. We know a lot of artists we grew up with a lot of dope artists. Yes. Some are not known because of external circumstances. Mm -hmm. But then you have those who are not successful because of internal circumstances, i.e. self-sabotage. Facts. These cats did everything they could do to destroy any momentum
1: they had. I don't want to say names so bad, but I, I know we can't say we no shall, names.
0: They who will name, <laughs> will not be
1: named right. in this episode. They know who they are. They know who they are.
0: They're everywhere. Mm-hmm. If you listen to this, you probably know five really talented people mm-hmm. who self-sabotage themselves out of a dope thing. Yeah. And so in this this episode, we're gonna talk about self-sabotaging behaviors that artists exhibit. If you listen to this at home, uh, you know, get ready. Cause some of these bullet points might be coming close to your dome.
1: <laughs> right. You might get you might get, get grazed You're by a couple right. bullet points. Crossfire gonna be mad close.
0: <laughs> 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 you better hit the deck Uh, because this is covering a wide range of behaviors and uh, we've all done some of these things and so Mm -hmm. if you're at home hopefully you'll hear this and say you know what man I don't want to be like that you know and then you'll you'll start changing and addressing it and so yeah self-sabotaging behaviors that artists exhibit and then we're going to take a break and we'll be right back
2: duty tough work with your host blueprint, blueprint. raw and uncut
0: adult conversations no shucking no jobbing, and no cool all right shit. folks we are back super duty tough work the most infamous podcast on planet earth blueprint illogic and we're talking about self-sabotaging behaviors. Everybody does them sometimes. Mm-hmm. But these behaviors that we're gonna talk about in this episode are things that will stop you in your tracks. Stop you before you get out the gate. You be in the in the in the starter's block. This just never leave that motherfucker. <laughs> just never leave. <laughs> started pistols and went off and you
1: still sitting there Mm -hmm. looking around (laughs) self
0: because you self-sabotage yourself so let's talk about number one number one self-sabotaging behavior is negative inner dialogue Mm. this is one where sometimes you don't even know you're doing it. yeah but negative inner dialogue looks like this it looks like telling yourself that you're not worthy Mm-hmm. Of good things, I don't deserve that. You know, that's for them. I'll never have money. I'll never. I. I Nah, man, I, I'm not good enough. I'll never be. Since since I can't be good as them, it's not even worth it. Right. You know, uh, I don't deserve people helping me. Uh, no one want want to buy my stuff. I I can't. But they'll never. Be, I'll never be peers with them. they're pros I'm just a a scrub I I don't even know why I do this I hate everything I do this shit sucks I
1: suck (laughs) it's not funny but (laughs) (laughs) this is real though right yeah this is the stuff that you say this no one is hating on you Mm -hmm. hating on yourself yeah yeah I'll never be as good as them Right? Why do why do I even pick up a microphone?
0: Why try? Yeah. Like we tell ourselves this stuff. You know, it's like and the more we have these doubts, the less action we take. Because we're people too. It's just as damaging as having someone who's not you telling you this all day every day. Even right. worse because no outsider would be that negative to you that consistently
2: but
1: right. there you go <laughs> beating yourself up nonstop, and you're telling it to yourself and who do you trust more than yourself nobody if you're you telling yourself these <laughs> things then it's then you're thinking like this is probably true because i'm yeah. saying this to me yeah i'm saying this ain't nobody right. else saying i'm whack i'm telling myself i'm whack that's just so real yeah and you you know and
0: if it was somebody else you would be. Piss the fuck off. Right, but since it's you, it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> that shit don't make no sense. Yeah, stupid. <laughs> yeah, man, that shit has talked people out of so much, man. If you suffer from this at home, you know, let us know in the comments. We all, we all have had these things. I had, I had mine. I think some of my most uh, prominent negative inner dialogue might have been. Uh, just related to just even having a career at this thing.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: there's points where it seemed like it's for everybody else and not for me. Man, that's not for you. Yeah. You know, that's for them. They can t- and then eventually, you know, as I like to say, you know, I kept going though. Right. A- and eventually the game chose me. <laughs> you know, to where I could not listen to the inner dialogue anymore. It's like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Fuck what you think. The people hear something in you. And that's, that should, that's the tiebreaker. You know what I mean? Like the people. And so if you're at home, man, and you have this negative inner dialogue, first thing I tell you to do is just acknowledge it. right? Acknowledge it. Like every time you think a negative thought about your skill or what you do or your importance or your relationships or why you don't deserve it, or why someone else should and why you're not good enough. Say, hey, hey, hey. That's, I got. I can't be thinking like that. It's right. negative. And try to replace that with, with phrases that do the opposite. You know? I am good enough. Mm-hmm. They might be better than me right now. Right. But if I keep working, fuck that. No one can fuck with me when I'm at my best.
1: Yeah, because yeah, if you keep hear. repeating it you the more you believe it so yeah. if you repeat a negative stuff to yourself the more you're going to believe the negative stuff yeah. so you have to have it's just like positive reinforcement with children if yeah. you keep telling a kid he ain't going to be shit then most likely he ain't going to be shit <laughs> Right, <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> but if you tell him that yeah. he can be anything in the world that he wants to be you know yeah. what I'm saying then he's going to act accordingly and it's the same with your personal inner dialogue you yeah. keep telling yourself you ain't going to do shit you ain't good enough then most likely you ain't going to be good enough. It's true. You ain't going to put the work in to try to get better, to try to get good enough. You know, yeah. because as, as artists, there are some people that can rap better than you. Yeah. There are people that make better beats than you. Yes. But if you put that work in, then you can get to a point where you're satisfied and comfortable in your own skin enough to where you're going to, you know, be able to show your skill and be confident in who you are as an artist or as a person with whatever you're doing. Yeah, man. Yeah,
0: yeah. And so, like, first step, deprogram yourself. Yeah. You know, like, look at all that stuff you're saying to yourself. It's like, okay, I've, I've let this go on too long. Now I have to take the opposite approach and reprogram myself to where I start having positive inner dialogue. And that will push you further than, you know, this negative inner dialogue ever will. And then yeah. you won't be sabotaging shit. Okay. Okay. Number two, self-sabotaging behavior is saying that success is bad.
1: <laughs> Lying to yourself.
0: <laughs> Big ass lie. Don't <laughs> nobody believe.
1: Don't nobody want to be successful.
0: Man, look at their lies. Who would want to be rich? Right. Who would want to be known? They get in the club for free. I don't want that. Mm-hmm. Women hanging all over. Them. Nice cars. Look at those nice clothes. I don't want that. Right. Living in a nice neighborhood. Ugh. <laughs> Look at these guys, all this money to spend. Ugh, I don't want that. I like being broke, you know? Yeah. <laughs> no one ever. Look, man, I had somebody say some shit to me, man. This is, this. you know, this is a perfect example of it. But, like, someone was like, I don't want to finish my book because if my you know if my book is done then I know it's going to blow up and I really ain't ready to change my lifestyle like that
2: what (laughs) I said
0: hold on time out (laughs) (laughs) what kind of bullshit is this yeah I was like you telling me the reason you don't want to finish this book and put it out is because you fear blowing up and it changing your life irreparably for the good for the good right? I said man that's some bullshit ain't nobody trying to hear that that's a cop out that's some bullshit Sharif (laughs) it is man It's like that is some crazy negative inner dialogue, but you will be surprised how many fools talk like that. Like they legit. um, They talk themselves out of even trying to do. What they set out to do by using the fear of success
1: as excuse. Yeah, that's funny. I don't want to blow up cuz if I blow up <laughs> you know I can't then keep be stunting on y'all fools. You right, I I'm don't
0: want to lose my friends, you know
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> You know, I I can't keep it real no more if I blow up, you know what I mean? I like keeping it real too much.
1: <laughs>
0: I like eating beans and rice. Beans and rice is great. Oh, ramen? That's a delicate decision. I love I love ramen. That's I don't want to be eating that nice. That's the Lobster. I don't want to be. Ugh. Y'all be eating that? Uh-uh.
1: Uh-uh. Sardines for me. You know what I mean? Like. Sheesh. I've never heard that one. Like something oh. like the, I've never, like, personally heard. I've heard of this thing, but I've never <laughs> heard somebody actually say some shit where I look at them like, what? <laughs> Like you would just I, want to smack them, like right? Shut up, like shut Up. <laughs> <laughs> you really do.
0: You really do. I heard this. I was just like, "Did this motherfucker just say that?" Like I'm looking around, like, oh
1: man, wait, April wait, fools or something.
0: <laughs> right, right. But you gotta. But the, but it's so unfathomable to us because we're like, first of all. Just finishing a book don't mean you're going to blow up. That's number one. Facts. There is a long way between writing a book and blowing up off a book that these motherfuckers seem to not even be understanding. Right. So, so then to talk yourself out of it as if you just know that you're going to be successful enough. To where it ruins your life. Next thing you know, you you got a behind the music on the author <laughs> who had one smash book and turned into a fucking crackhead. Ruined
1: everything. <laughs> like,
0: you know. <laughs> it's uh, like, no. Nah. Like, shut
1: up. How about I you just this book, TMZ gonna be outside my crib. You yeah. Know I mean?
0: Paparazzi. Shut Everybody. up. <laughs> <laughs> People really walk around with that. That's the scary part. Imagine how how comfortable they must have been saying that to themselves to say that to me. Mm. It had to be a daily thing. Oh no. Yeah, to want, believe that bullshit. Yeah, let it roll off your tongue like it wasn't
1: <laughs> shit. That's crazy.
0: <laughs> but but the point is this if you sit at home, that there, there are people, and you might be one of these people who come up and they they start to look at success subconsciously as a bad thing mm-hmm. all the all the markers of success be it you know a better lifestyle a bigger social circle uh the financial benefits of it having to work less hard ho- you know what i'm saying like all of these things that come along with success that people generally aspire to get we have people who, because of negative inner dialogue and self-sabotaging shit, they'll start talking about success is bad, which mm-hmm. what if you tell yourself that success is bad, you damn sure ain't going to work for it. Right. Self-sabotage. You, you set yourself up to never be successful by right. telling yourself that you don't want to be successful because being successful sucks. <laughs>
1: crazy
2: shit is ridiculous so yeah that's number two
0: number three self-sabotaging behavior is letting perfect be the enemy of good
1: i'm bad at this
0: <laughs> yeah this one hitting home with bullet point right <laughs> over your dome right over yeah, your head like a, i
1: gotta get my matrix on the dodge <laughs> right dodge. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, yeah, man. Because I mean, as you know, like I've gotten to a point now where I'm I'm okay with things being like good. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because I'm I I realize that I'm. Not, it's never gonna be perfect. In my eyes, it's never gonna be perfect. It's true. So if so so if I'm waiting for perfect, then I ain't gonna never put shit out again. That's a fact, bro. <laughs> if I'm waiting for perfect, then I'm done because ain't shit ever gonna be perfect in my eyes like dude i still listen to unforeseen like man i could have you, <laughs> you know, know what i'm saying like maybe i should have re-recorded that verse because i you know, it there's a little flub in the little when i said that one word that nobody notices but me yeah yeah you know nothing will ever be perfect yeah so it's yeah, real it's, it's hard yeah you know another way that
0: people do that too is like you have these people who make these projects that Drag out forever. Yep, because they're looking for perfect. Yeah, they're looking for perfect. And it's like, and they seem to think that just because they'll be better tomorrow than today doesn't mean that they're good enough today. Right. So what they end up doing is saying, well, because I'm going to be better tomorrow, let me keep updating it. And let me keep pushing it because, you know, I'm better than I was five years ago. Mm-hmm. So I've been working on this record for five years, Yeah. 10 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're better. But you could have been put that out and moved on to another record and shown you were better. Right. Now you can't even track your progress because it's all in one project. You yeah. never cut it off to where you could look at it as, OK, this is this is a document. This catalogs my skill. Everything I was doing at this moment in time. Mm -hmm. And now it's time to move forward, release it, move forward. And now I will now use this document as, you know, the bar. Right. Uh, The standard. I can say, okay, this is where I was here now. But if you never finish that body of work, you can never do a comparison. All right. You become the people. No, they don't know. Yeah. they don't know. You know, you you sabotage yourself when you get into that, man. It's like, yo, man, don't, don't, don't let perfect become the
1: enemy of good. Like good is good enough. Yeah. Like, and and the thing is good. Usually good is what you got right there, right then and there. Like you ain't a lot of times, like, like for me with, with, um, autopilot, I wasn't good enough to be perfect yet. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I understood that. And the nuances and the little things, the little imperfections that I noticed in the album is kind of what made it endearing to me yeah. because I knew that I was growing. I knew that I was trying something new when I was experimenting and I knew it wasn't going to be perfect. But the fact that it wasn't perfect, like you said, and it's out there. Now I have a bar. Yes. Now it's like, I, I, I know I can be better than this. And so I'm going to show the people going forward that I'm improving as a producer and as an engineer and so on and so forth. But I would have never put that out if I was, <laughs> if I was waiting on it. Be, no, I'm i I'm a wait until, you yeah. know, I'm fucking Dr. Dre on the fucking mix. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I would have never put anything out. Yeah. Yeah. You, and it, it, there are so
0: many artists we know who would have those projects that we would hear. Mm-hmm. And then we'd be like, man, whatever happened to that record? Yep. And some of them would never see the light of day. Yep. And by the time they got back to working on them, 10 years passed. Yep. Their window of where they had an audience passed. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn, man, you really let this idea of perfection take you out of any chances of success. Yeah. It's fucking sad. Yeah, it is. You know, and and I'm not saying just put
1: anything out there, but if you feel it's good, then it's good enough. Yeah. And the thing is, like, this is why you have a circle of people that you run things by. Yes. Because if they don't know, you know, if those people are listening to it and saying, yo, that shit's dope, you know what I'm saying? But you still hear these little you know things that you can change and this and that if your circle is saying yo i think it's ready you know what i'm yes. saying then most likely it's ready because the people are probably going to be like yo that's it's ready mm-hmm. but you're all as the artist you're always going to find something wrong yes you can always find something whether you're you know whether you're a painter whether you're whatever you do you can always find fault in your own work yep so in that case, you'll never do anything. You'll never be successful. You'll never proceed because you can always, as the creator of something, you can always find fault in it. It's true.
0: It's true. It's a never-ending thing. Like, yeah. there's no cutoff for that. And all you end up doing is paralyzing your own growth. Mm-hmm. You know? So if you're at home, you know, hopefully these bullet points is, is, is coming close to your dome. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's right over. Right around your body, you know what I mean?
2: Like, <laughs> Oh shit,
0: you can hear it just zipping by past your dome, you know? And uh yeah, that's number three. So uh, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. To all fans of the Super Duty Tough Work Podcast, I'm here to remind you that my fourth book is officially here. The name of the book is The Ten Traits of Successful Hip Hop Artists, and the book is available right now exclusively on waitlist.net if you're a regular listener to the show and dig what we do then this book is a must buy it takes all of the concepts and inspiration that we provide every week to the next level better yet it analyzes the careers and lives of some of the dopest hip-hop artists and breaks down the exact traits that have made them so successful then it takes it a step further by showing you how to develop those traits For all listeners to the show, I have a special offer just for you. When you enter the coupon code SDTW, you will be given a 10% discount off the book. That's exclusively for the listeners of the show and won't be announced anywhere else. Again, coupon code SDTW gets you 10% off your copy of my new book, The 10 Traits of Successful Hip Hop Artists. That is available now and shipping worldwide so if you don't have the book yet head over to weightless.net and order your copy today that's all for now back to the show Ah, super duty tough work we are back together again on the radio blueprint Mm -hmm. a logic you know letting y'all know what it is man self sabotaging behaviors you know we got three down we are on number four. And the number four self-sabotaging behavior is something that I know very well. Mm-hmm. And number four is getting high or drunk before big moments. I've seen so many people do this. Yeah. I've done Th- this.
1: Yeah, just fucking shit up. <laughs> just, for no reason. For no reason. No reason at all. <laughs> you be nervous and shit. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what
0: we used to do. We would barely practice. Right. Then when it came time for the show, because we knew subconsciously we didn't have our shit together. Get fucked up.
2: (laughs) Exactly. The ritual. (laughs) We would participate in the
0: drinking ritual. Uh, Get pretty fucked up. Then we didn't care whether we fucked up. Right. Because we were drunk or high. Then we get on stage and uh, probably had a 50% success rate. Half the shows Mm. would go good. The other half would be train wrecks. You know, yeah. and then once we started practicing, shows started getting more consistent. Yeah. But we went through a period where we were doing that. It's some self-sabotage shit. It's because we knew that if you're drunk or high on stage, the bar is not the same. <laughs>
1: right, The bar is much lower.
0: Yeah. People's expectations of you is much lower. Mm-hmm. Right. We knew that subconsciously some self-sabotaging shit to just not practice but then get drunk so to give yourself an out Mm -hmm. people do that all the time you see when you see somebody do something on a big stage big platform and they show up drunk or high you would be like man why would they do that they did it because they were nervous about not being prepared Mm -hmm. and they knew that if they got drunk they would at least have fun Even if it went horribly.
1: (laughs) Right. 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 Yeah.
0: And I say this because we literally used to do this for about a year or
1: two. Yeah. It was bad. It got real bad.
0: It got bad. And once we started practicing though. Mm Mm-hmm. Beasting up there.
1: Yeah. Once I stopped getting high before shows. Yeah. Because I would get high and I would drink. Double whammy. (laughs) Yeah. So it was all bad for me. All bad.
0: Yeah, I was definitely in that bag for a long time and uh you know, it's self-sabotaging. I know I know some of y'all think there's people who whether it's and this ain't even got to always do it art. This is any anything, whether you show up to job interviews, whether you show up to family functions, meet somebody's family, you feel like you got to get a higher drunk before you do it, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh any anything that you feel like you got to do that. Look, there's a reason why. And the reason is that you're not prepared. Right. And so to you, it's like, well, if I'm not prepared, prepared, I might as well have fun and get loose. And then people see that I'm just kind of, they won't count this against me because I'm
1: drunk. and right. They know I am messed up. So yeah, that's not what it
0: is. That's not the look, man. Better to be prepared than to sabotage yourself, you know, for a way out. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't do that anymore. Logic doesn't do that anymore. But we definitely had our period where we were, we would rather just get, have fun and hope that the
1: show went good right? Then prepare and know it's going to go well. Yeah, do everything in our power to make sure it went well. Right. You know, if it went wrong, then it was somebody else's fault, usually. You know, right. Sound man, you know, something. something yes, that's true.
0: Yeah, that's the point we graduated to yeah to where we've done everything we can do, and this is gonna we don't we practice for hours and hours every week mm-hmm. we've shown up to sound check we you know we went through it, we know our lyrics we we tested this on and now all we gotta do is all we need is people in the building and mm-hmm. the sound man to be on his shit, and this shit can be magical right and uh now so when you fail. It's like you're saying it's because of those variables that you don't control. Right. It ain't because of the variable that that you control, which is your preparation, being ready for that big moment. You know what I mean? Life is full of big moments. You know, Mm -hmm. and whether you set yourself up for them or whether someone else sets you up for them, you owe it to yourself to knock them down. You know, to, to rise to the occasion. Right. So that's number four. Okay. Number five self-destructive self-sabotaging behavior is assuming the worst about people yeah you talked about this last week yeah Mm -hmm. about how like uh assuming the worst about people was closing you off from opportunities that people were trying to give you yeah people do that all the time oh man i never want to get signed because you know the industry is fucked up right Man, I don't want to play on those shows with them, man. I don't like they crowd. <laughs> you know, you've heard people talk, man. I, I mean, this is really black artists really be talking this shit sometimes. Oh, come on. Bro. I don't want to be playing for all them white people. Yeah. They act like white people is aliens or some shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. Like they don't listen to music.
0: First of all, they're your fans. <laughs> right, right. They love music too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how about you play the show and see how it's going to go? yeah you know self-sabotaging shit yeah you know so you, you assume the worst about people uh, you assume the promoters is gonna jerk you so you never even had a conversation with them about the terms if you plan right or you assume i mean there's people i've heard of who, who i've tried to do business with and i, I remember I was trying to book like this, this certain hip-hop like legend guy a couple few years back and uh he would just not hit me back and he would hit, other people were like, yo, yeah, I, I talk, they talked to him every day. We had mutual friends, they talked to him every day. And I was like, yo, I'm really just trying to book him and put some money in his pocket. And he didn't have a booking agent. And mm-hmm. his friend ultimately was like, yo, man, he really don't like hitting people back about that because he's afraid everybody going jerky. So, I'm saying, so he don't even wanna talk to people about money because he's afraid <laughs> right. people he are gonna see,
1: fill them out, you know, see
0: what it is and i thought to myself how much money is this man leaving on the table because he's afraid to respond to emails from people who are trying to book him
1: Yeah, because all you gotta do is say yes or no that's it all you gotta do is say yes or no and you get to establish the terms right hey since i've been jerked in the
0: past Mm -hmm. i'd like you to pay a deposit what do you think about that yeah half down whatever right like you are not helpless in this. Right. It's an opportunity. Hey, since I've been jerked in the past, i like to do a contract for this. Mm-hmm. Here's the terms of the contract. Uh, look it over and let me know what you think. The people who are not out to jerk you will look it over, agree to what they agree to, hit you back and be like, yeah, let's do it. Right. People who are not trying to do it. It'll scare them off.
1: Exactly. And you can get your money. Yep. Get your back. Yeah, this is why I had to start doing this with my features. Because I got jerked a couple times <laughs> yep. where I wasn't asking for a deposit. Yeah, You know, so I would do the verse or mm-hmm. just, you know, cats would never hit me back. Or, you know, we get to working and cats would never hit me back. And, yep. But if they got that money invested... They gonna hit like, you I, back. Because I, I tell them before I even put pen and paper, I need, that, yeah. I need half down. Oh, yeah, same here, bruh. You here. know, like, before I even think about you know, what I'm concepts, anything I need to have down to even that way. I know you're serious about it. Yes. Because I'm going to put my all in because that's what, that's the kind of guy that I am and kind of artist that I am. I'm going to do what I do, what you're paying me for. I'm going to be me and I'm going to do my best on this song. But if you don't have any investment, then what's your incentive, you know, to finish, to pay me, you know what I'm saying? To pay me for what I'm worth or even to finish the song. Thank you. That's the thing. Because sometimes they don't even care. Right. Something will come up
0: and because they ain't invested. Oh, man. Shit. My girlfriend broke up with me, man. They'll disappear for two years. Mm hmm. Meanwhile, you wrote this fucking verse. You know what I mean? And then you start. That shit happened to you once or twice. You'd be like, hold on, man. Yep. Nah, y'all not getting me. But but as you said, you didn't just stop doing features right
1: (laughs) you just added a stipulation in there (laughs) right change the game a little bit change it up a little bit
0: because yes it's okay to assume the worst about certain things but then you still have to move in a way that's business like you don't avoid the situation right like it's okay to assume that hey man things happen in life sometimes and if people don't pay this deposit i've noticed that they'll disappear Mm-hmm. I'll be sitting on verses, and when I'm done, they'll just take forever to pay me or never to pay me. Mm-hmm. And that's not cool. So, what I'm going to do is ask for this amount, deposit. If they don't pay it, I mean, if they don't follow up, I get to keep the deposit and the verse.
1: Right. <laughs> Facts.
0: Facts. Yep. Win win for me. Yep. Because I was going to write anyway. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and everything mm-hmm. I write is fired. So, I'm going to find <laughs> a home for this motherfucking verse. Right, I will use it's gonna find a place. Yeah, it's so you paid me to write a song for myself. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Who else want to walk away from
2: one of these joints? <laughs> <laughs> I make a whole album out of this shit. <laughs> uh.
1: <laughs>
2: but yeah, that's
0: assuming the worst about people, man. Number five. Okay, number six.
1: The no call, no show. This is some bullshit right here. <laughs> this will get you tight. Like, yeah. This will get you... Man, come on, man. Because especially... This shit get us tight even if we ain't invested in it. You know what I'm saying? Like, we've done shows where it's like cats not showing up. Yes. Kind of put us in a better position. <gasps> you know what I mean? But still, it's like... Well, you couldn't even call.
0: Yeah, we've had cats not show up. Leave us in a lurch, though. Come on, man. The The worst being the b-sides album release party when you propose to your wife yeah we will we, we won't even say our dj's name at the time he knows who he was.
1: <laughs> he know you, you you know who you are
0: you know who you are my man i was my man you know we mm. was we practiced with that fool the night yeah. before and i feel like we practiced
1: that morning no he came to sound check came to sound check
0: Came the Came sound to sound check. check had all our duck plates, had everything. We had no instrumentals. This man proceeds to not show up for the show. Mad people was there. It was stacked, yo. <laughs> <laughs> it was stacked. Oh my God. I was so mad at that man. Mm. Yeah, no excuse. Then not have no reason. Self-sabotage. People do this stuff, man. It's because they truly don't want to take on everything that comes along with it. Yeah, man. Like you sacrifice all these relationships. You, you, You work hard and you put yourself in a position where people trust you. They give you responsibility. What do you do? You fold. You hit them with the no call, no show. So now not only did you, you put them in a lurch, you didn't even warn them. Right. You didn't even give them an opportunity to fix the shit. Right. Because if my man would have called and said, hey, man, something came up. I'm, I'm having problems getting over there. I'd have been like, cool. I'm coming to get the dub plates. Right. Yeah, I'm let me coming. come get the music. Yeah. I'll be there in 10 minutes. Right. We'll play it ourselves. Mm-hmm. We'll borrow someone else's turntable. I'll DJ and rap. Mhm. What my man do? No call, no show. Yeah. And that that point forward, we never rock with him again. Yeah, I don't think I don't even think we really spoke to him again. You no. Know, it was that. a good 10 years. Yeah, long time. 10 years and he had to apologize to me for that. Mm-hmm. He had to. Because it was like cuz it was killing him over the years. You know, he would mm-hmm. see me and I would just I would just keep my I was just I wouldn't say nothing yeah <laughs> stone
1: face
0: your stone face yeah i'm not gonna walk up on you mad i'm not gonna do that you just know because you know at that point he was complaining about not getting booked oh mm. because remember after that we started going on a run we started just yep. booking bigger and bigger and doper and doper shows and we just everything and we were bringing people from out of town to play on our shows and all this shit
1: and we would not book this man not at all. Not even the spin for the crowd. Nothing. No, you couldn't even get thirty minutes to open the show. Nope. Nope. Act like he didn't exist.
0: Who? Who's? Are he still DJing? Oh, where? Oh man, I hope How he, he doing. doing. How he
2: doing?
0: <laughs> <laughs> we was over there eating. <laughs> How is Mama now? Yeah, I'll oh, be good, man. I'll oh, be doing well, man. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, such and such. Hey, Greer Groove, you want to go? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hold down them turntables. Yeah. You know, but the no call no show. Like you had a no call no show for a whole week tour.
1: Mm-hmm. Remember
0: the first time you went to
1: Texas? Yes. No call no show. No call no show.
0: Morning, we supposed to pull out. This man ain't show up. Man, right? Like this left cats in a lurch.
1: Yes, yes.
0: And uh, these guys do that. All these people we're talking about <laughs> never went higher than that point they were at with us. Yep. Never. Their careers, never. That was their peak.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Being able to tour with you, being able to tour with me, being able to get on our big shows, our album release parties, pat shows, they never had that again in their career. Yeah. And we didn't rub it in. We just, hey, man. Kept it moving. Kept it moving. And when you no call, no show, you put people in that position where you can never get nothing back. And you never know what kind of relationships you will need in the future, man. You know, like no one foresaw us being as successful as we were.
1: But some people saw the work ethic. Right. They're going to do something. Something is (laughs) up. Yeah. The fool's going to do something. They're going to make somewhere. They real organized. You see how the
0: fools is moving over there. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Let's let's keep shit cool. Yeah. You know, and then years go by and you form relationships with people that end up benefiting you for years to come. But if you do somebody like that with a no call, no show, you're really cutting your own self off. Yeah. At least have the respect to call them and let them know you can't do whatever it was you said you can do. Because you're just destroying yourself when you do that. Self-sabotage. Thanks. It's number six. Number seven. Self-sabotaging behavior is not saving your work. But it's whack, print. <laughs> I just don't like it right now. <laughs> I just don't like it. It's just not as good as the one I did yesterday. Uh-huh. Man, last week I was so much better than this week. Yeah. I'm just not even gonna save this shit. Why keep it? Mm-hmm. It's not my best. Mm-hmm. Look, I, I say this all the time. For, especially, we'll, we'll, this will be in terms of people who make beats, but this will go for anything. Every whack beat you make earns you the right to make a dope beat. You have to make shit that isn't dope to learn the lessons, to get in the rhythm, to, to, to get in your, your process down, to... Mm-hmm create the opportunity yeah to make something dope yeah and what's whack today might not be tomorrow
1: yeah this is true i got some joints i remember when i made them yeah. like oh this shit horrible then <laughs> like i listened to it you know maybe a month later oh maybe if i move this around you know <laughs> right. what i'm saying maybe if i change them drums yep. you know, throw a little throw a different drum break on that or you know, pitch this up a little bit or do this or do that, you know, cause your ear changes over time. Thank you. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah, I've, I've done that. I've, I've, I'm glad I saved some shit because oh, I've, yeah. I've reused some things that I thought was, wasn't good at the time. And, you know, maybe even taking some elements from, you know what I'm saying? Something mm-hmm. that, you know, I didn't think was as good, but this part, you know what I'm saying? I could, oh, that yeah. baseline no. You know what I mean? Like shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. And and in addition to you said like your ear changes,
0: your skill changes. Right. 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 So like when you first start making beats, there's things that you heard but couldn't quite hook up. Right. Like you could two three years later. Right. You revisit those same records. You hear another part of the song that you know how to freak now. Mm -hmm. Oh, if I combine this with that, now this is dope. Mm -hmm. By itself, well, I was on the fence, but I'm glad I didn't throw that away. Yeah. And then, listen. Another factor is you don't know what people are looking
1: for. Right. No idea. I no. learned it, when I started selling beats. Cats always pick the beats that you're like, really. <laughs>
0: right. Right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's true. All this fire I sit in this in this folder. They be like, that's what you pick. I need that one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: way off in the corner. Get out the way. Ah, ah, right. ah, ah. Let me get that one back there that you're trying to hide. That's only yeah, thirty man. seconds long. It's a little snippet. Yeah, you don't know what cats are looking for, man. Yeah. And so yeah, I started. I had to learn that too, selling beats, to where like I had periods where I would just avoid putting my weird shit on there. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, yo, I gotta put the weird shit on there so people can appreciate the conventional shit, right. And then so that the people who are looking for weird shit can find it. Yeah. Just because I'm not in a place where I'm looking for weird shit don't mean I can't put weird shit on here.
1: Right.
0: You know, because I go through my phases. I think the last set of beats I played for you, I was in a weird bag. <laughs> yeah, you was in a bag. It was, weird it was different. Fucking, yeah, I was like, listen this shit. This sounds weird as hell. But I don't be in that space all the time. Mm-hmm. And so people are just like us. They be in spaces where they looking for some spaces where they ain't. And and they'll hear some shit that we might not uh hear when we do it. So always save your work. Mm-hmm. Plus, you know, it chronicles how far you've gone, man. Yes, we need that. So that's and it's self-sabotaging to not. So do so. Number eight. Self-sabotaging behavior. Not sharing your work. Yeah. Not sharing your work, man. Like we, we know people like this. If you were to look at their sketchbook, if we were to sit down at that crib and just had them play beats for us, they got some crazy shit left.
1: <laughs> right. Fire. Yeah. You're like, damn, damn,
0: damn. Mm.
1: Damn. What you doing with
0: this? Oh, man, no, this, just, this ain't shit. <laughs> what you mean it ain't shit? <laughs> the world needs to face? hear this.
1: Yeah. You see my face? Yeah. You look at my one. face.
0: <laughs> this ain't natural. <laughs> 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 you got to be playing the fire for me to do this. It look like you just oh. said stink face. That's great. Oh, this ain't nothing. Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm Tear me in your eyes should be so cold. <laughs> <laughs> you got to share your work, man. Yeah. Not sharing your work is, is self sabotage. And we know, and here's why. The only reason a lot of these guys don't share their work is because they are afraid of the expectation that comes along with sharing their work.
1: Yeah, you share your work. Then people expect you to put some shit out. Thank you. <laughs> you can't hide no more. Can't hide. Oh, you got those. Oh, man.
0: <laughs> I'm expecting one of these every year. Right. At least. I need a, a project with this every year. Oh, you made it that fast. Mm. Oh, man. This is the bar now. Yep. It's so much easier to operate when you don't have a bar. You don't have a standard set. And so that's why a lot of these people, they, they don't share their work. They know if they do, you can't go back. Right. <laughs> you know, now, you know, oh, man, that's number eight. OK, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. Word. To all the vinyl collectors out there, I wanted to let you know that two of my most loved albums have been repressed on vinyl the first album is my 2014 solo album respect the architect this album features guest appearances from count base D, logic and midas the beast and sold out a couple months after it was originally made available it's been reprinted again on yellow vinyl available exclusively on waitlist.net the second album is my 2018 album two-headed monster. The album features guest appearances from Slug of Atmosphere, Wordsworth, Superstition, Mr. Lift, AC Alone, and Haslow. Its initial pressing sold out a couple months after its release as well, but has been reprinted again on clear vinyl. Both of these LPs are available exclusively on Weightless.net, so head over there and pick up a copy while supplies last. Thanks for your support. Back to the show. Super. Dute. Tough. Arc. The most infamous. They know how we do. Mm -hmm. Bullet points flying. Shooting up your mind. What I mean? (laughs) Got that thing on me. Bullet. (laughs) you know what I'm saying so yeah three left two Mm -hmm. left and one bonus self sabotage behaviors that you artists be doing number nine being late to everything this is a a passive aggressive joint right here
1: yeah 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 but I came no but I came no ah Oh man, I, I'm late.
0: I didn't know y'all was taking. Ah, man, what time was I supposed to be on? Man, I, I can't. Sound make...
1: check was ah oh, was seven, not six. See the
0: sound, man. It's his fault. Mm. He's supposed to be able to figure my shit out without sound check. Oh, you didn't go to sound check though,
2: man. I couldn't get over here. Traffic.
1: <laughs> Traffic. <laughs> it's nine o'clock at night. <laughs> Trapping. Right. Right. It was, right, a, it was right. an accident. It was an accident on the freeway. Sound check was at six though. My baby mama though. <laughs> it's <was> tripping.
0: <laughs> Dudes don't want to show up on time. Yeah. To anything. Sometimes they won't show up time to their own fucking shows, they be headlining. Right. They be late to everything. It's like, man, why are y'all late? The reason they're late is because again, the standard When you show up on time, people have expectations. Yes. Like, you think that these artists like Lauryn Hill, they be showing up late because. (laughs) What? They know. They know. If they show up late, you be thirsty as hell to see them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, my God. She's eight hours late. I thought she was never coming. Just give me something. Just hit me with one chorus. (laughs) <laughs> she's she striking a bling and be like, oh my God, she's like, ah! It's incredible. Oh. The bar is different when you show up late. Mm-hmm. Showing up on time, people got expectations. You know, you might have to rock a little longer. Yeah. You know, you might have to stay a little longer. You know, but when you're late all the time, you take yourself out of this category of people that they take seriously. Right. And so don't be late to everything, man. I, I had a homie in college with one of my best friends, Marv. This dude was late to everything. I remember I had a talk with him one day. This was after college. I was like, man, why are you late to everything? I was like, you still be late to everything, man? He's like, Yeah, I can't help it. I said, man, you know, here's my theory. He said, So what? I said, I said, I feel like when you be late to shit, it's like you subconsciously rebelling against the world. Yeah. You know and not tell saying?
1: me what time to be be yeah. somewhere. Yeah.
0: I said, look, <laughs> I said, your whole life. I said, you had to be on time to take care of this person. Then that person came first before you. And then from after this point, you was taking care of that person and you had to be on time for all of them. So now when it comes to anything you do, you always late, like always 15, 20, 45 minutes late,
2: always. I'm just like,
0: have you ever thought about that? That it might just be you rebelling against like this world where you feel like you always on somebody else's time and you want people to finally be on your time he's like man actually that's actually true (laughs) that makes so much sense that makes so much sense yeah that's exactly what the fuck it is man I'm tired of being on everybody (laughs) just start going off yeah I'm tired of this shit (laughs) (laughs) gotta be on time for this motherfucker and that motherfucker and they always and I'm I'm, I'm tired of it yeah so when it's time for me to do me I just do me man Like fuck y'all I show up when I want to show up y'all gonna wait on me that's what I thought, man. Anyway. I never got mad at you. Over, you still my guy. But just, <laughs> I noticed. I just noticed these things. Like, I yeah. think it's just a little rebellion going on, man. But for a lot of artists, if, you, if you're if you a creative person, being late all the time is not a good look. Yeah, we're, we we got to stop hiding behind art. You know? A lot of artists don't think it's their job to also be professional. Mm-hmm. You still got to be professional. Just because you want freedom of expression, expression don't mean you can't work within a set. Uh, timeline or, or do what you're required to do so be on time That's number nine number ten self sabotaging behavior is trying to control too much
1: you can only control what you can control this is a big one
0: Yeah. why a lot of artists don't collaborate with other artists mm-hmm. this one they want to control too much They can't just say, hey, man, let me just leave my comfort zone and go do something that is worthwhile, something that challenges me. They just say, nah, they try to control shit so much to where no one wants to work with them. Mm. And then eventually, that's what they wanted anyway. You're trying to self sabotage it. You want to control shit so much to where you're just a pain in the ass for anybody to
1: deal with. Yeah, now you're alone. Yeah, Nobody wanna fuck with you? Talking about man, people be sleeping on me. <laughs> you pain in the ass. <laughs> Nobody want to deal with that. Exactly. But they sleeping though. But they sleeping though. They know I got heat. Why don't be calling me when it's time? Cause
0: you try to control everything. Yeah. Everything will be your way, or we can't do it. You know, and it's not even your shit. We trying to bring right. you into this shit. Control your shit. Can't control what everybody else do. You know, so yeah, man. Number 10. Now we got one bonus one, which is really uh, could have been number one on this list. Yeah, this is horrible. This is bad. Yeah, self-sabotage behavior, but we just want not throw it at the bonus because y'all know what time it is with this one. And this one is procrastination. I'm bad at, I'm
1: bad at this in like just regular life shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I've gotten better, but like I, I'm just a procrastinator just by nature and it's something that I've been working on honestly all my fucking life. Yeah. You know, I don't know why. <laughs> I, I wait to the last minute to do shit sometimes.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of reasons too. Like for me, I, I was like that. I noticed I was like that in college. Mm-hmm. Um, but I realized, you know, like waiting to the the week in before to study for an exam that you had six weeks to study for. Yeah. And and I realized to some degree I was creating challenges where maybe I thought there was none. I was I was subconsciously self-sabotaging myself so that I could play hero to myself. Interesting. Yeah. And then after a while it's like, because but the, the problem is you can't play hero all the
1: time. Right. Sometimes sometimes the, <laughs> the, the, the building burn up. You know right, what I'm saying? right.
0: You're gonna wait, oh let it keep burning. I'm gonna wait, I'm gonna let the fire keep burning. Oh, nope, not gonna run in yet. Nah. Yep. Okay, it's nice and hot. Let me run in there. Mm-hmm. Once out of every 10 times, you can save that joint. Yeah. But it had the time, nah, it's burnt down, it's too late. Yeah. <laughs> you waited yeah. too late. Yeah. And so I was trying to play hero in my own life. And then I realized that's kind of shallow. Like, you, why work so hard? You know, and, and there are places where I realized I could, you know, create some of those challenges that were not there. You see what I'm saying? Like, I don't gotta wait to the last minute to work on this thing or that thing. I could just do 30 minutes, an hour a day, chip away and take away all the pressure with this project, Um, as opposed to waiting until the weekend and it's it's due to start working on
1: it. Yeah, and I think also like, why put why put that pressure and stress on yourself just to just to prove something? You know, or just to be lazy. You know what I'm saying, or just like you have, you know, a month to do this, but you wait till the week before to then start working on it, and then, you know, at the last minute you stressed, you know, Mm -hmm. trying to get it done because you know you didn't, and then you always woe is me. Yes, that's the worst part. Yeah, that when it don't work out, Mm
0: -hmm. all of a sudden you want to play victim because you procrastinated. hey man I'm sorry y'all I didn't make the date you know um, but it was so much going on Mm -hmm. and this thing happened and that thing happened now you want everybody to worry about your situation but you couldn't dedicate an hour and a a night you didn't work on it at all until the weekend before and now you want us to feel bad for you and use it as an excuse but that's the thing procrastination is is self-sabotage because you're just setting it up to where you can fail and
1: feel good about it right to where you have an excuse to fail Built-in excuse. Built-in excuse. If it don't work out, you it's know, progress, you know I had man. to start. You know what I'm saying? You know I right. couldn't. You know I couldn't do it when yeah. I was supposed to. You yeah. know? Because
0: imagine if you started on time, then mm-hmm. you would actually be judged on your work a hundred percent, right? People would actually be expecting excellence from you, right? But as long as you can say, "Well, I waited to last minute," you don't have to put forth the effort that you are truly capable of putting forth. Mm-hmm. It's bullshit. You know, so you rather sabotage yourself than than do something great and raise the bar. So that's it. Super duty, tough work, self-sabotaging behaviors. Let me read them back right quick. Number one, negative inner dialogue. Number two, saying success is bad. Number three, letting perfect be the enemy of good. Number four, getting high or drunk before big moments. Number five, assuming the worst about people. Number six, the no call, no show. Number seven, not saving your work. Number eight, not sharing your work. Number nine, being late to everything. Number 10, trying to control too much. And a bonus joint, number 11, procrastination. If you at home, I hope you survived this uh, bullet barrage that we hit y'all with. (laughs) Yeah, this the semi-automatic joint popping off early in the morning at y'all. And I hope this inspires you to kinda kinda evaluate some of the reasons you do certain things and improve and, and how you're doing your work. And so you can do better work. And so uh, that's it for this week. Word. And we will see y'all next
1: week. Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to Super Duty
2: Tough Work.